Hi, and welcome back to Smart Way Podcast with Jeremiah. Today we reach episode number 254. If you're new to this podcast, hi, I'm Jeremiah. Here on this podcast, we motivate you to become the best person that you can be. And if you're one of the originals of the podcast, hey, I'm Jeremiah, and well, I miss you guys. Today on the podcast, we actually have a very special guest. It's one of my friends. His name is Oscar. He is an artist and his artwork is phenomenal. He's a very educated individual and he also loves the Tijuana community in Mexico. Thank you for everything that you've done for the US, Canada, and everything that you've done throughout the world. I feel as though people don't show love for Mexico or any other countries besides the great USA, but for every country that is listening, I love each and every one of you. So Oscar, go ahead and tell us about yourself. Hey, thank you for having me here. <clears throat> so yeah. My name is Oscar. I'm from Mexico. Grew up and was born in Mexico City. Part of my childhood was there and then when I was about seven or eight years old, came over here to the U.S. Went to Washington State. That's where I learned all my English. Didn't know no English, know nothing at all. Went to um, elementary, middle school, high school, and then from high school jumped over to the Bay Area to take college. Was there for four years living there. Moved back to Washington for like about a year. Then moved back to California and have been Living in California ever since, um, ever since uh, what 2016? Yeah, 2016. So, and moved back to the Bay Area, and then a few months, well, last year, um, moved back to Washington State, and then later on moved back to California, and have been here in LA ever since uh, ever since this year. Well, it is so awesome to have you. It's so awesome to meet you. You are just phenomenal. Now, I do have to ask you a very, very serious question. Who has better Mexican food? Washington, the state, Los Angeles, California, or Mexico City? Your personal <laughs> preference. Who has better? <laughs> I know. <laughs> oh, man. Well, it depends who you're, who you're talking to, you know? Because yeah. up in Washington State, you can find some really good, decent Mexican food, but they're like little gems, mm -hmm. you know. Man, I have to say, I have to go, man. I mean, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to go from California to Mexico because Ooh. California is. Still, I, I don't know what. I don't care what they say. It's still, you know, you can ask any Mexican whatever. They'll, the ones that know the history, they'll tell you it's still part of Mexico. You know. That, that's true. Los Angeles, 100% is. All the names and everything, 100%, you know, Mexican or Spanish, you know. Of course, San Diego, Los Angeles, yeah. San Jose, things like that. I, it's the California culture. Exactly, yeah. All right, so currently, right next to me, I see that you have a couple books. And your own references, what is your favorite book and why? My most favorite is As a Man Think by James Allen because that one, um, so after I moved out from my parents, um, when I moved back, when I moved back to California, um, that's when I discovered it. Because I wanted, I knew there was more, you know, but I wasn't looking outside of me. I was always trying to look inside of me. But um, in a way, it was good because I asked myself serious questions, but then I started uh, just asking more of those serious questions to the internet and then talking to, with friends of mine. And then one of my friends, he referred to me um, this book called The Strangest Secret. And then from there, the author, Earl Nightingale, he mentions James Allen. 
as the men think, his book says that that book is the one that inspired him. So then I went way, way back and found out that this book is one of the earliest ones to be pioneering for, you know, um, for you to change your thoughts, change your thinking, you change your life, right? So I found the copy of it, I read it, it blew my mind, and I just um, have had it with me ever since. And even the audio, the audio recording that Earl Nightingale does on YouTube for it, I've listened to that several times, and it's just helped internalize the book. And it's all about your thought process, you know, how you use your thoughts, how you wield them. And there's even like a quote that he says here, James Allen in his book, it says, you will be what you will to be. So whatever you want to be, you can wheel it with your mind, shape yourself, recreate yourself. And then it also talks about how the thoughts affect your health, you know, your body. Um, and most of all, there's even one chapter called Serenity, where it's all about, you know, having a calm mind. Whoever has, you know, a calm mind can govern themselves much better. And in return, others know how to adapt themselves to them, you know. And based, and also, you know, like it says right here, a strong, calm man is always loved in reverse. He's like a shade-giving shade tree in a thirsty land or a sheltering rock in a storm. So, basically, like self-mastery, you know. You have a firm grip on yourself because not a lot of people really don't have that. And, you know, they go around, you know, it's just, you know, spilling bad blood, you know, losing their temper. So, having control of yourself, you can make better decisions, be able to ground yourself better and make, see things from a better perspective. Be able to calculate your next move much better. Awesome. Uh, where, what would you tell yourself 10 years ago? What would you tell yourself 10 years younger than you? Uh, I would tell myself, be calm, things are gonna get better. Don't rush, because you rush things, you can't make a good decision, you know? And most of all, you know, be, be good with yourself, take care of yourself, because I wasn't really taking care of myself that much. I was just, while I was in school, I was like, no, I gotta get this done, and I gotta have this done, and I'm just working on class assignment, working, working, working to the point where I'm losing sleep and to the point where I'm getting, I don't know what they were, but they were like, just like sh sharp jolts of pain in one of my ears. Like if somebody was sticking a needle in my eardrum and just piercing it, right? And it would just give me this like extreme pain on the ear. And then, you know, insomnia, probably even I lost weight, most likely, but, um, it's not good, you know, because your health deteriorates if you don't take care of yourself. You can't do all the awesome things you want to do later on. So patience, take care of yourself, love yourself, you know, respect yourself, and stay away from all bad stuff that wants to, you know, drag you down and keep you there. Of course, of course. What do you see yourself by this time next year? I see myself next year down in Encinitas taking at least three classes from Watts Atelier, which is a class, I mean, not a class, a school that it's all hands-on and it's, it's much, um, much more traditional for Atelier school where, you know, 
teacher has more time with the individual. And I want to do that so I can get better with my art. Study the foundations much better. Even though I know the foundations, I still want to get better at them because the foundations are the building blocks for any great art. And being around with you know a grand master that can immediately see the mistake that I'm doing is going to help me in, I don't know, maybe 10, 15 years that will, 10, 15 years that will save me time as compared to taking me 10 to 15 years to realize that this mistake that I've been doing over and over again is now going to take me another 10 years to get out because it's already become a habit. Hey, that's understandable. One final question. What made you want to become an artist? Oh, well, I enjoyed it since a kid. I mean, I enjoyed it since, um, I guess since I could start walking. My mom said that I would grab Crayolas and just draw on the walls when I would finally could grab a Crayola and, and walk. I think even before I, I was able to say my first words, I was doing it. And in kindergarten, I wouldn't even do the math or the alphabet or whatever, the assignments that they would make us do. I remember just telling one of my teachers, hey, I'm going to draw a car. And I'm right there just scribbling, drawing, you know, what I thought was a car, but I'm doing it. And ever since, ever, and since, since, you know, being a kid and growing up, I've always carried that with me. Even when times were hard when I was in high school, I would draw, you know, after high school, you know, I would just going to my sketchbook and just draw. Whatever was in my head, I would just draw it. I would be there all day, just drawing, 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 and do it like over and over and over again. And um, I couldn't see myself doing anything else besides drawing. You know, I can get good at whatever it is, but I won't like it. You know, unless I have an interest, then I'll jump into it and be curious about it. But art is just always, it's just fun because it's, it's got so many mediums to it, you know. It could do whatever you want with whatever medium and turn it into something um, amazing. You know, like a simple pencil. You use it to write, or a pen, you use it to write, but you wouldn't think that you'd be able to um, make artwork with it. A simple ballpoint pen. You can make great artwork with a simple ball, ballpoint pen, so. Art is just, I guess it's my nature, you know. That's it. Last final question on the last one. This is the last final question. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What would you tell a teenager or a young young adult or a child who may be suffering from uh, any type of abuse or any type of trauma or any type of uh, just dissatisfaction around them mm -hmm. to help them to strive to become something better, to help them say even though it in essentially in a way having drawing as their output having draw having drawing as their like release instead of going out and doing anything else what would you personally tell them so if they were so your question was have them do drawing instead of doing something bad if they like drawing mm -hmm. They should stick to drawing instead of going out and doing something bad. That's right. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah, yeah. I encourage that really because art is—it's a way of expression. You know, it helped me when I was just going through tough times. Definitely, you know, use it because it's a 
it's the way, it's one of the things that can actually keep you from doing bad stuff, you know, hanging out with the wrong crowd, you know, going out and doing drugs. I mean, if you got a talent for it, really exploit it, really dig deep into it, get really good at it, and just have a really, like, a sense of, like, not purpose, but like just like a, a gratitude for it, because it's, you're choosing to do art instead of doing drugs or drinking, because can you imagine, you know, you waste your, your health on alcohol, drugs, and then you can't no longer draw or paint. And you had all these great gifts, all these great, amazing things that you could give to the world, and the world will never know it. And then, you know, you, you go off on your life, you die old, and then those gifts were for nothing. You know, like a plant that was supposed to live, but never was able to live. You know, and... Um, What's the motivational speaker? Um, I forgot his name right now, but he said that the the greatest what gifts or treasures from man are in the graves. You know, people that never exploited them, never, never really went far to getting what they want. And whatever you know, you know whatever it goes on. You know, there's a quote here I want to quote from the Science of Getting Rich. So it goes like this: To look upon the appearance of poverty will produce. Corresponding forms in your own mind unless you hold to the truth that there is no poverty. There's only abundance To think health when surrounded by appearances of disease or to think riches when in the midst of appearances of poverty Requires power, but he who acquires this power becomes a mastermind So Even though it looks like it's all grimy, you know, whatever it may be There's always There's always gonna be something better out there whether, you know, poverty or whether, you know, in a broken home, this doesn't mean that it's your life. You can turn that around all with making the decision that you will change your life for the better, not going backwards. You don't want to go backwards. You know, we are not here delivered into defeat. We are all here to give the world our best because at the end, we all come from, we all come from, uh, God or you know higher being however you whatever you want to call it, you know We're all you know sons and daughters of a great king greatest king from the universe That you know You keep God in your heart God will keep you I 100% feel that and This has been one of my favorite podcasts. It's it's been awesome. I appreciate you just at least talking to the viewers and the listeners and just sharing, you know, who you are, where you're from, and how to at least never ever forget your talent and where you come from. And Oscar, I'm gonna thank you for your time today. And I hope that in the next year I plan I plan on seeing you do great things, my friend. So sadly, this is it. That's all I have. To the next episode of Smart Way Podcast. This is Jeremiah. Peace.